Advent here at St. Andrew's Presbyterian Church in Fredericton, New Brunswick. This is a very special Sunday, full of music and full of scripture. Let us worship God. The Lord our God is in our midst. God rejoices over us with gladness and renews us in his love. God revels over us with angelic voices and gathers us as one people. Let us sing out loud, let us shout our praise and rejoice with all our hearts for what the Lord has done. God's joy. Knowing that Christ is coming to bring healing and wholeness to the world is a source of delight. When we gather for worship, it is a celebration, an opportunity to rejoice in all that God is doing among us and beyond us. We welcome our neighbors and celebrate God's goodness. Even when we face difficulty and trouble, we sing a song of faith, confident that Jesus is able to redeem our suffering world. Together, we are a sign of God's joy for the world. Let us pray. God of transformation, we rejoice that you lift up the holy and bind the broken hearted. We marvel at your power to change hearts and lives. Fill us with your spirit so that our voices declare your goodness and our lives proclaim your mercy in Jesus Christ. Loving God, compassionate Son, healing Spirit, Holy One in three and three in one, you approach us with such kindness and tenderness. You look kindly on us no matter what our state or condition. Your care for this world is greater than we could ever ask or imagine. You bring order from chaos. You turn weeping into laughter. You turn sorrow into joy and death into new life. You redeem all that appears lost, making all things new. And so we come to you in joy, resting from our work and responsibilities, trusting you to bring peace amid our anxiety. And hope into these uncertain times, receive our worship this day as we anticipate the difference your gifts will make to us.
Through Christ your Son and our Savior. Amen. people of God. We come to this service with anticipation and joy to hear the message of the angels and again return in heart and mind to Bethlehem to experience the loving kindness of our God in the form of a baby lying in a manger in our worship. The Word of God, as well as music of old and new, will draw us again to the heart 
of the Christmas message, a message filled with eternal hope and joy. The Old Testament scripture, Isaiah 12, 3 through 6. With joy, you will draw from the wells of salvation, and you will say in that day, Give thanks to the Lord. Call upon his name. Make known his deeds among the peoples. Proclaim that his name is exalted. Sing praises to the Lord, for he has done gloriously. Let this be made known in all the earth. Shout and sing for joy, O inhabitants of Zion, for great in your midst is the Holy One of Israel.
abominations about that. Tell them what the master has done. Tell them that the gospel has come. Tell them that the victory's been won. You brought joy, 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 joy into my heart. Heard the Lord, he spoke to me. Yes, he did. Yes, he did. Talked about a man from Galilee. Yes, he did. Yes, he did. Heard the Lord, he spoke so well. Yes, he did. Yes, he did. Talked about the children of Israel. Yes, he did. Yes, he did. I don't know, but I've been told. Yes, he did. Yes, he did. Streets of heaven are paved with gold. Yes, he did. Yes, he did. He brought joy, 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 joy into my heart. Oh, you can tell the world about this. You can tell the nations about that. Tell them what the master has done. Tell them that the gospel has come. Tell them that the victory's been won. He brought joy, 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 joy into my heart. Heard the Lord, he spoke to me. Yes, he did. Yes, he did. Told about a man from Galilee. Yes, he did. Yes, he did. Heard the Lord, he spoke so loud. Yes, he did. Yes, he did. Spoke about a child and made him proud. Yes, he did. Yes, he did. Down from heaven to the earth. Yes, he did. Yes, he did. Offspring of a virgin's birth. Yes, he did. Yes, he did. He brought joy, 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 joy into my heart. Oh, you can tell the world about this. You can tell the nations about that. Tell them what the master has done. Tell them that the gospel has come. Tell them that the victory's been won. He brought joy, 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 joy into my heart. He brought joy, oh, he brought joy into my heart. Psalm 149. 1 through 6. Praise the Lord. Sing to the Lord a new song. His praise in the assembly of the faithful. Let Israel be glad in his maker. Let the children of Zion rejoice in their king. Let them praise his name with dancing. Make melody to him with tambourine and lyre. For the Lord takes pleasure in his people. He adorns the humble with salvation. Let the faithful exalt in glory. Let them sing for joy as they kneel before him. Let the high praises of God be on their lips. Praise the Lord. The Gospel reading is from Matthew, chapter 1, 18 to 23. Now the birth of Jesus Christ took place in this way. When his mother Mary had been betrothed to Joseph, before they came together, she was found to be with child from the Holy Spirit. And her husband Joseph, being a just man and unwilling to put her to shame, resolved to divorce her quietly. But as he considered these things, behold, an angel of the Lord 
appeared to him in a dream, saying, Joseph, son of David, do not fear to take Mary as your wife, for that which is conceived in her is from the Holy Spirit. She will bear a son, and you shall call his name Jesus, for he will save his people from their sins. All this took place to fulfill what the Lord had spoken by the prophet. Behold, the virgin shall conceive and bear a son, and they shall call his name Emmanuel, which means God with us. to the 
please pray with me. May the words of my mouth and the meditations of all of our hearts be pleasing in your sight, O Lord, our rock and our redeemer. Amen. Our scripture reading today is from the book of Zephaniah. Yes, I said Zephaniah. I saw you there. Zephaniah? Zephaniah? What's Zephaniah? Let's reframe your question to where is Zephaniah? Okay, so grab your Bible and we'll search together for this minor prophet. We start in Genesis with the creation of the earth and all that is in it, and we march our way through Exodus. Trust me, by the time we get to Zephaniah, you might feel like the Israelites wandering aimlessly in the desert. But we keep going. We go past the law codes, Leviticus, Numbers, Deuteronomy, past the histories, past poetry, Psalms, and Proverbs. Hang in there. We're getting there. Now we get to the major prophets, Isaiah, Jeremiah, and we keep going until we are deep in the backwater of the minor prophets. But you have friends here. You know Joel, and certainly Amos is a beloved companion with his justice like waters rolling down. But we keep going. And finally, when we are only pages away from the promised land of the New Testament, we find the teeny book from the prophet Zephaniah. If you read through the first two chapters of this very small book, you would never know the treasure that this scripture contained. Quite honestly, the first two chapters of Zephaniah are simply terrifying. Zephaniah lived through some pretty horrific times. Those historical books that we just wandered past, Kings and Chronicles, well, they document these horrors. For economic purposes, the ancient kings of Judea abandoned God and worshiped foreign cults. We have tales of these kings slaughtering innocents, murdering prophets, and engaging in child sacrifice. In those first two chapters of Zephaniah, we meet a God who is furious, absolutely furious, as God brings judgment upon the privilege to abuse the poor and the weak. But then, tucked away in the final verses, is this treasure. Our lesson comes from Zephaniah 3, verses 14 through 20. Listen now for the word of God. Sing aloud, O daughter of Zion. Shout, O Israel. Rejoice and exult with all your heart, O daughter of Jerusalem. The Lord has taken away the judgment against you. He has turned away your enemies. The King of Israel, the Lord, is in your midst. You shall fear disaster no more. On that day it shall be said to Jerusalem, Do not fear, O Zion. Do not let your hands grow weak. The Lord your God is in your midst, a warrior who gives victory. He will rejoice over you with gladness. He will quiet you in his love. He will exult over you with joyful singing as on the day of festival. I will remove disaster from you so that you will not bear reproach for it. I will deal with all your oppressors at that time, and I will save the lame and gather the outcast, and I will change their shame 
into praise and renown in all the earth. At that time, I will bring you home. At that time, when I gather you, for I will make you renowned and praised among all the people of the earth when I restore your fortunes before your eyes, says the Lord. This is a word of God for the people of God. So, did you catch that? God sings. Our Creator, our Almighty, sings. And if I read this correctly, God sings while God works, turning away our enemies, removing disasters, changing our shame into praise. God sings as God gathers us together and brings us home. God sings. Quite honestly, friends, when I discovered this little bit of scripture, I found myself in tears. I, like many of you, am handling some difficult stuff this Christmas season. Like some of you, I too am grappling with grief. This time last year, I sat vigil at my mother's bedside while she passed from this life to the next. Some mornings I feel so overwhelmed by the enormity of the world's sufferings, the enormity of the pandemic, of the financial crisis. Not only a personal grief, but the grief of our collective sufferings, grief over present day child sacrifice, children lost to child trafficking, and children lost to poverty. Some mornings I just feel so overwhelmed by the enormity of the constant demands that life lays on us, especially as we try to prepare for Christmas at this time. I find myself wandering through these bleak winter days like the Israelites, wandering aimlessly in the wilderness in Exodus. But in this passage, we are reassured that no matter how awful things might appear, we are not lost and we are not alone. God is in our midst, and God encourages us to find the joy even in the midst of our struggles. God encourages us to sing, to shout, to rejoice. Sing aloud, O daughter of Zion. Shout, O Israel. Rejoice and exult with all your heart. And then we find God singing. The Lord your God will rejoice over you with gladness. He will quiet you in his love. He will exult over you with singing as on a day of festival. Ah, Zephaniah pulls back that heavenly curtain and allows us a rare glimpse into the existence of God. We all know that God creates and that God sets a universe into motion, but now we can just imagine God singing a little song well, God works. For me, these words invoke the image of my grandmother singing while I worked beside her when she was picking beans in the garden, happy, contented. This scripture tells us that God will quiet you in his love. Just imagine a father singing a soft lullaby to his fretful child Sometimes I think I hear God's lullabies in the breezes that rustle through trees' branches or in the waves rhythmically lapping on shore. 
But no, our God is not limited to just singing sweet tunes to calm our fretful souls. Our God sings for us joyfully as on the day of festivals. Oh, can't you just see it? A big party, lots of people, warm, happy, everybody singing, nobody socially distanced, like carolers at Christmas. And there, in the middle of it all, belting out the melody loudly and happily because God is just so delighted, so delighted with us. God will forgive us, forgive our mistakes, our shortcomings, and God will gather us and bring us home. I have to wonder, when God sings, what part does God sing? I kind of imagine God would probably be a soprano or a tenor. They always get the best parts. But I would like to think that, think that maybe God sings alto. You know, we altos sustain everything and we are always overlooked. So often, scripture encourages us to sing, just like the opening line of this morning's reading, Sing, O Daughter of Zion. I have to wonder whether God sings with us, you know, like a little duet. Maybe, maybe we are God's backup singers. Oh, can't you just see it? A little doo-wop action. But what I feel certain is that when we live in the Lord, trust in God, when we are about being the hands and feet of the Almighty, we are privileged to sing harmony with God's songs. Eight years ago, I was living in Dayton. It was this time of year, working and raising kids had consumed all usable evening hours, and my family desperately needed groceries. So after I got my kids to bed, I went to an all-night grocery store. I was exhausted, I was grumpy, I trudged past the plastic decorations and fake trees looking for cereal and milk. As I came around the center aisle, a tall, kind of scuffy fellow asked if I could help him. It was after midnight and the store was deserted. I hesitated. Uh, I don't know, I, I replied uncertainly. He assured me that I would be perfect. Really? He said he needed to select some hair barrettes for a two-year-old with fine hair. I, I explained to him I didn't know anything about hair barrettes. As a mother of three sons, I am much better with selecting Legos, and I suggested that he might want to reconsider. No. He still needed the barrettes for the toddler with the fine hair. In the next aisle over, I confronted an enormous selection of hair doodads. My heart softened towards the old fellow, attempting to sort through these acres of bling and sparkle single-handedly. Yeah, I could see why he wanted help. I asked if the barrettes were for a relative, maybe his granddaughter imagining some mother frustrated with her little one's flyaway hair and sending her father off late into the evening trying to find a solution. No, he replied, this was a gift for an adopted family. All I could do was smile. It took me a while. I really am much better selecting Legos. I found a package of little plastic bows 
that were just like the ones my mother had put in my hair when I was very small. The sudden rush of memory transported me back to a time when Christmas was all about music and magic and expectations. Oh, my heart grew. I loved the memory and I adored being able to help someone create magic for this little girl with her fine hair. I wished him a Merry Christmas as I made my way out to the checkout lane. I was surprised to find myself quietly singing. You see, when we're not afraid to sing, when we are not afraid to serve God, we get that chance to embrace the joy God promises. God reveals treasures to us in the most unexpected places, deep in the backwater of the minor prophets or in a grocery store late at night. God has welcomed us into the party and invited us to sing. Rest assured that whatever burdens you carry through the wilderness of your life, our God is a God who rescues us, celebrates us, and sings for us. So let's all join in the song. Amen.
Please join me in the prayers of the people. Come, Christ Jesus, be our guest and enter our lives today with your blessing. We are lonely for you and the peace you bring. Draw near to us in friendship and faithfulness so that in this season, which combines celebration in the face of uncertainty, we may know your presence and sing with all your people. Rejoice, rejoice, Emmanuel shall come to thee, O Israel. Come, Christ Jesus, be our guide, and show us the way to wisdom and gratitude. We are thankful for the kindness we know in friends and good neighbors, in warm houses and warm smiles, which hold off the darkness and the fear for the future. Encourage us to reach out to those who need your embrace and ours, so that together we may sing of your presence. Rejoice, rejoice, Emmanuel shall come to Come, Christ Jesus, be our hope, and touch us with your healing and grace. We remember before you all those that we know and the, those known only to you who are living with loss or illness in this season, those who face depression or discouragement, and all who will find it hard to be married this year. Shine the light of your comfort into their lives as we sing of the hope that dawns in your love. Rejoice, rejoice, Emmanuel shall come to thee, O Israel. Come, Christ Jesus, be our King, and claim your rightful place in our hearts. Our world is struggling for the justice and the mercy you bring. Draw near to our leaders and to all citizens working for peace and justice, and those striving to contain and heal the effects of the pandemic. Encourage honorable action and cooperation on all sides. Give hope to people under oppression and to those who live in fear or hunger day by day. Hasten the day when the world's people will live as neighbors, reconciled in your truth and freedom. For the coming of this day, we pray in the words that Jesus taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory forever and ever. Amen.
Go out into the world with joy. Sing harmony with our God as you love and serve the Lord Jesus Christ, rejoicing in the Holy Spirit. And may the Lord, who is in our midst and sings with joy for you as in the day of festivals, bless you and keep you and give you peace. Amen.